Wow. wow hey, wow, y'all, wow. welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. We all Diamond and Silk and Silk on Silk. Diamond, oh, Diamond. Now, Silk, it really was a long day today. Oh, yes. yes but before we even get started with the nitty-gritty, I want you all to stop right now. Stop. And I want you to share this podcast, podcast share this broadcast. Share Frank's speech. Share Lindell TV. I always yes. say that sharing is caring. Yes. You all, we are just days out from an election. And I need for you to share just in case some people hadn't got the word. Mm -hmm. It's just like Harriet Tubman and the Underground Railroad, how they had to get the people off the slave plantations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or get the people from Massa. Uh -huh. Listen, we got to get the people and pull these people from this Democrat plantation. We want them to vote for people that have American first policies. Yes. And in order to do that, I need for you to share. Share. Share like your life depended on it because mm -hmm. right now, I think this is what's hot, the, the underground media. Yep. The underground media, they can call us whatever they want to, but what you won't call me is stupid for still going along with the crumbs that you still trying to feed us and the lies. And the lies. You see what I'm the talking straight about? Straight up lies. So I need for you all to share. Mm -hmm. Shout out to everybody that's watching us on Getter. Hey, Getter. I love y'all over there. Shout out to everybody that's watching us on Roku. Yeah. They say, oh, we don't see you on TV. And if go over there on Roku, you mm -hmm. see us. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that's watching us on Rombo. Love you all over there. Shout out to everybody that's watching us on CTA TV. And shout out to everybody that's watching us on RSVN. Yes. And we have a few more other affiliates that's going to be coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Hopefully yeah, yeah. we'll let you know about those next week. And I love it. Amazing. And this is how we all grow together. together. If we don't like something, we the people have to change itself. That's right. You, not just one person. We the people have to collectively come together. Together. And change it that's right and so that's what i'm so so excited about so please make sure you share please make sure that you are are going to vote mm -hmm. listen when you don't vote because you're angry upset about something or i just don't want i don't think my vote's gonna count let me tell you something you don't want your vote to count for the other guy and then you become the creator of your own, own demise, demise. Well, mm. so when you don't participate and something that you need to participate in mm -hmm. when stuff blow up in your face you can't blame nobody but yourself that's just like being in a ball game being mm -hmm. at a ball game you're supposed to be there playing in the ball game right but you're sitting on the sideline ain't no more sitting on the sideline you got to get off the sideline we cannot we can no and longer sit game. on the sideline mm -hmm. we're gonna have to get in the game if we want to save america yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and and somebody told me today ain't no savior gonna save no, that's right we the people the is going to have to save this ship. You God know. has made this thing clear, mm -hmm. crystal clear, mm -hmm. clear as that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we see it with all eight of our eyes plus. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> make sure you all get out and make yes. sure you vote. Because I thought about <clears throat> the Democrats. <clears throat> they want us to feel or think they want to make us feel like they delivered on something. What all of these people have delivered on is destroying your livelihoods, yes. destroying your lives, mm -hmm. destroying your 401ks, Come on. destroying the border, uh -huh. uh, uh, creating high uh, 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 groceries. Grocery Let me tell you, this is the stuff price. that they delivered on. Ain't nothing good. None of this stuff that they delivered on will help the American people. Uh -uh. Remember, these people have the House. They have the Senate. They've captured the right House. Mm -hmm. Tell me what they've done for America. What they done for America? Destroyed it. Okay. Destroyed. Let it. that be your catalyst. Let that be what you use mm -hmm. when you go vote. I need you to use your thinking cap. You have your own mind. You can think for yourself. You can think for you yourself. You don't need them spoon feeding you in there. That's right. You don't need them doing that. Mm -mm. Another thing. Shout out to our men. Our beautiful men. Yeah, I, I want to encourage them every day. Yes. Shout out to our men. Mm -hmm. You know. <clears throat> 
I'm going to say this, but I'm not going to talk about the topic. But the left need to be very cautious mm -hmm. on how you take a man and you try to reduce him to shreds or destroy him mm -hmm. before his family. Mm -hmm. And in front of his children. And in front of his children. That's right. Please be careful on how you all do things. Uh -huh. And another thing I want to say to the men, you know, let me tell you something. I look at the men as kings. Mm -hmm. And I look at the women as queens. Mm -hmm. And I look at the young girls as princesses. Okay. All right. And understand this, men. I want you all to understand something as it pertains to a woman. You know, if you all can't see, that's because you may not have intuition. Mm -hmm. But we can see this clearly, clearly. Clear as day. And sometimes men are upset. Mm -hmm. And some of the stuff that's, that we see playing out is because somebody is upset with their used to be significant other. Okay. But I want the man to understand this. When you compromise mm -hmm. the kingdom, uh -huh. when you compromise the queen, trust Lee. When I say that, I'm saying, when you run off at your mouth about personal business, that happens within the castle with the king and the queen. Uh-huh. And the king, you running out there, running off at your mouth about it. Yep, yep, yep. The queen can't trust you. That's right. Do you want to know why y'all not together? Mm -hmm. I'm just throwing that tidbit. So I want the king to be cautious about how you run off at the mouth about your queen. That's right. Because if she get what she can't trust you, when a woman's fed up, it ain't nothing you're going to be able to do about it. You can run, you can act crazy, you can run around here and do silly things. It ain't going to be nothing you're going to be able to do about it. Mm -hmm. Because you got to understand when you're dealing with the queen, you don't take her business and run out there in the street and tell everybody. And we all, everybody know about it. That's right. Then you want to know why your relationship ain't working. She don't trust you she no don't more. don't trust you. And vice versa. I That's just want right. to throw that out there yeah. to the men. And I want you to be mindful on who you're around. Mm -hmm. Everybody ain't your friend. That's right. Be mindful who you are around. around. If they're not protecting you, mm -hmm. if they're not uplifting you, let me tell you something. They may not be your friends. I was looking at something. I'm not going to call no names. Uh -huh. I was looking at something in this particular podcast. It had people on there getting high. Like smoking a blunt mm -hmm. or drinking, right? Drink. Uh -huh. okay. All right, that's the that's the setup and the style of their podcast. Okay, but there is no way that I am going to invite a brother on my podcast mm -hmm. to talk about something um, very important, mm -hmm. and his brain is altered in any way because you know he done had a couple of drinks, right? Or he done he done puffed off the the blunt, puff, puff, he done pulled hey. off the blunt, blunt. Uh huh. And so men. You got to look out for the other men. You don't sit there and watch yeah. somebody deliberately destroy themselves or you help destroy, destroy them. them. You're supposed to be your brother's keeper. That's right. Uh-huh. And I see that. I'm like, there's no way that would have happened on a diamond and silk. Mm -hmm. Because the first thing, if I care about you, I'm going to make sure this is right. You ain't going to just be shooting off at the mouth. I'm going to challenge what you say. Okay. That's right. So I'm saying this to our men. Every every man ain't your friend. Uh huh. You got some men that want what you want, and so they would they they wouldn't care about you running up at your mom. Right. They they don't care because they, they ain't got nothing they to lose. No way. Yeah, they want to see yonder anyway. They don't have nothing. So to lose. I want you all, you men, to be mindful. Now I don't know who I'm talking to uh -huh. or whatever, but I want y'all to be mindful of that. Be mindful. Uh huh. Trust and then 
Be cautious about who you around and who you running up at the mouth, what you run up at the mouth about. And don't let nobody have you in a state where your brain is altered, altered. from doing this or and doing that. you talking business while your mind is altered. Uh-huh. Yeah, stuff like just that. get all misconstrued. Yeah, some some things are better left unsaid yeah, uh -huh. in the public. Somebody said, who Diamond talking about? I'm talking about our men. Yeah. Listen, I'm talking about our men because I want to make sure that we keep them uplifted. I need our man functioning in masculine energy that's right. so that we can calm down and function and feminine that's energy. right and feminine energy uh -huh. we as women won't be able to function in feminine energy if our men don't get in their place that's right so i said every night i am going to do something or say something to encourage our men that's right. our men do not need to be saved they need to be encouraged that's right and when i say say meaning women the first thing we want to do is fix it mm -hmm. we ain't mm -hmm. the fixers the first thing that's the first, uh, 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 let god fix it that's right we're not the fixers we're not the fixer uppers and we got to stop that foolishness. right encourage them right so when i talk about the men what i'm doing is encouraging that's right and women, we love you all too. Yes. We we love you and all too. And it goes too. both ways That's when right. you come down to trust. That's it goes both ways women, when you come down Women, you can't be out there in the street running off at your mouth. Running off at your mouth talking about your man. And then think he's going to trust you. Uh -huh. It don't work that way. And That's then you right. want to know why your relationship, why you ain't got one. Well, mm -hmm. you did it. Who did that? Yeah. And you can't be mad. Mad. And when a... I can only speak from the perspective of when a woman don't trust you, child. That's a wrap. Mm -hmm. Bye. And see, you can't keep taking her for granted. Right. Because she'll be like, she'll throw up her deuces piece real quick mm -hmm. when she tired of this. Yep. And ain't going to be no coming back. Yep. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We got a great guest on, you all. We mm -hmm. have a great guest. And I want to go ahead and bring her on Let's because I think that it's time to have conversations. You know, I'm tired of people being cut off. They can't say what they need to say. You are de you are already slandering them, yep. demonizing them, and branding them. And I need to know what's going on what's up going in this on? country. Not only do I need to know, other people know, need to know. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to bring her on. Listen, she's an investigative journalist, mm -hmm. and she's not a fan of tyranny. I want you all to please welcome to the show, Miss Laura Logan. Laura. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Laura. Hi. How are you tonight? You know, I'm great. It's uh, it's fantastic listening to you. I love you both. Oh, Thank we you. love you more. Thank you so much, Laura. Okay, so Laura, Let's you've been on you. our radar, but you came back across our radar the other night whenever these headlines was everywhere about a statement that you made about these mm -hmm. world leaders. So I'm going to just start off by saying this. I think you deserve the opportunity to say what you need to say because right. you are an investigative journalist. That's right. They have us or they want to convince us to watch corporate media, mainstream media, and a lot of these journalists are not doing their investigative they work. They're not investigating nothing. So our platform is for you to have freedom of speech yes. and say what you need to say. And if it's something that we need to challenge, then we're, okay, well, what about this? What about or that? Or have a conversation have a conversation about it. About it. Right. right. And I think that that's very important. That's right. So the statement that you said was the world leaders dine on the blood of children. And what I want you to do is to take this moment to explain as an investigative journalist to explain what do you mean? Well, first and foremost, um, what I want to tell you is that it's all about the children, right? 
And I said that because I am currently working on a four-part series. When I relaunch my show, I'm working on a four-part series on child trafficking. And when you start to go into this very dark world of trafficking, you learn about a lot of things that many people don't want to accept and many people don't want to face and many people don't want to believe is true. But my job as a journalist is to follow the facts regardless of where they take me. I couldn't care less about politics. I am not defined by Democrat or Republican or left or right. They, they try all the time to, to put me in a little box and it never sticks because it's completely and utterly untrue. And what I care about is understanding, number one, what has happened to all of these missing children? How come hundreds of thousands of children go missing every year? How come they go missing in Child Protective Services and in their custody? How come so many of the kids, 70, 80% of the kids that end up in sex trafficking have been through the foster care system? This is not okay. And when you start to go and investigate this and you learn the details of it, they say the devil is in the details. And that is true both literally and figuratively. I, for example, right now am working on an investigative case where a guy has a six-year-old child in a cage raping this child every day, a little boy. Okay, and, and these are people, some of them are, are in law enforcement. Some of them are working with people in child protective services. Some of them are protecting very um, elite people in our societies who are and have been involved in these things for a very long time. And this should not come as a surprise to anyone because Jeffrey Epstein is no secret, right? And people know that Jeffrey Epstein, take a look at the at the logs on his of his airplane, and you see all the elite people in our society who have gone to Epstein Island, and somehow we still don't know what any of them have done. We've had Ghislaine Maxwell on trial. She's been convicted, and it's extraordinary because it's a completely victimless crime. We don't know who the victims are, and we don't know who the perpetrators are, because Ghislaine Maxwell was a middleman, right? She was bringing right. people, other people to be raped and uh, and to be sexually exploited and abused. And yet we don't know. We don't know anything about it. How is that possible? And when it comes to what, what I was talking about has a number of different aspects, right? Number okay. one, you can read across the media, everyone from NBC to Politico to USA Today to everyone you can think of in mainstream media, they're fine doing articles about how the blood of young people is the secret to anti-aging, right? And you know that old saying, you know, I think that you will appreciate this. My mother was a person who really handed down for me the wisdom of generations, right? And much of that comes in the kind of sayings and the cliches and the things that we learn. And why do they endure over time? Because they're true. And isn't there a saying that says only the good die young? Why is it that only the good die young? Is it because they're not interested in using the blood of young children? That the, If that's the cost of, of reversing the effects of aging, they're not prepared to pay it? But the evil people are. You know, and, and what we don't do as journalists is we allow people to make these kind of statements and to write these articles and they put in all the science and the data and they say, isn't this amazing, right? It's the blood of young people. But we don't ask, how do you get the blood of young people and how much blood of young people do you actually need? How much does one person need in order to stay young? And as you get older, do you need more and more of young people's blood? And by the way, does it matter if the children are younger and younger and younger? And what has to be in their blood? And you know, you can talk to any doctor and they will tell you about the science of adrenaline, right? And how when adrenaline is released into the blood, it has effects. 
I know because when I was in Iraq as a war correspondent and our hotel was shelled, I literally, I watched a, a I watched the building fall down in pieces around me, and I knew that the office had been hit was the Reuters office, and I knew that I knew most of the people in there. And I literally felt, when I realized that my friends could be dead, I felt the adrenaline leave my body, and I have never felt anything like it. And when I was in Tahrir Square, being gang raped and sodomized and beaten almost to death in Egypt, and I lost control of my security guy, they ripped him off me, I will never forget the feeling of the adrenaline leaving my body. I will never forget it because it was the most defeating moment that I have ever experienced. And so we know, and doctors know, that adrenaline in the blood creates uh, certain chemical releases that empower human beings. And when you look back in history and you go back in time, what do you find in every society in the world, in the secret societies, in the noble societies, they talk about blood sacrifice, and ritualized killings, and so on and so on. But we don't want to talk about this today. We'll put it in our movies. We'll put it in TV shows. Netflix right now has a series called The Watcher. In The Watcher, the guy is talking about um, exactly this, his son witnessing a ritual sacrifice where children are being sacrificed. You know how crazy this is? A thousand years ago, because I'm 51 now, when I was 17, years old. Actually, I was a little bit older because I'd been a journalist for a few years. I was probably about 20, 21 years old. I was working for Reuters, an international news agency, and I did a series on Satanism. And I can tell you, I watched, I looked at photographs of dead babies who had been skinned and used uh, in ritual sacrifices in satanic cells in South Africa. I have listened to the interviews and the testimony of survivors of Satanism and to people, uh, who have uh, received them. There's testimony from medical um, doctors. There's testimony from therapists who have tried to stitch these survivors back together. There's a 60 Minutes piece from years ago in Australia, um, from decades ago, where a survivor actually describes witnessing uh, people being killed in these blood sacrifices. You can go from Africa to Europe and beyond, and you will find a history and a culture of people drinking blood, and of people making blood sacrifices. Look no further than pagan culture, when this, is, this wasn't even a secret. So why do we act today, if there's a long history of this, why do we act today like this is impossible for this to be true? And anyone who's talking about it must be nuts. But it's okay for Hunter S. Thompson to make a, a movie about it, to write a book about it, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and to talk about it in the film and people say, oh, well, you know, that's just fiction. How do you know it's just fiction? Who proved that it's just fiction? How do we know? My job as a journalist is to ask the questions that people don't want to answer. My job mm. as an investigative journalist is to make sure that I get the evidence to back it up because I don't go out there with a preconceived idea. I follow the facts to where they take me. And when I speak to a guy, who tells me in, when he was in the unit, which is Delta, that he was on underground operations and how they found children in cages. And I'm getting eyewitness testimony. He's not ready to talk about it publicly, but he's telling me in great detail what he found. And I'm working through the process with him, hoping that I can get more of these people to talk about it. We have a major problem here. We have hundreds of thousands of unaccompanied minors crossing the border into the United States, and they're not going to their parents. Where are they going? We have wow. children across wow. care and CPS. 
Where are these children going? What is happening to them? And how can we not know? And why do we accept it? Why do we accept that children are raped for money and raped for porno films and snuff films and that the internet has proliferated this across the world? I know I saw an, a, a case that I looked at, a guy who was uh, convicted of buying 400 live child rapes to watch at the same time on the dark web. He was convicted. These are not stories that I'm making up. Do your homework, make up your own mind. I don't care whether you believe me or not. What you, my job is to figure out the truth and to present it to you. And what I said on television was that these people who want, they want us to eat insects and cockroaches as Angelina Jolie and all these celebrities are out there. There's just a, a plethora of websites and all these people suddenly telling us about the joys of eating insects. I don't know if you've checked, but we have canines for a reason, right? We've been meat eaters since we walked on the earth. Since yeah. we first walked the earth, we've been meat eaters. And suddenly we're supposed to believe that insects and some crappy protein they make in a factory and put a label on it, call it a protein bar, and tell us it's good for us, that this is better than eating meat, than eating what God gave us. I don't mm. believe it. I don't believe it. And you know what? As I investigate it, I find over and over and over again that it's not true. They can try to cancel me all they like. They can say they severed ties with me. They don't have any ties to sever. I've been on Newsmax exactly three times. Three times. That's it. I don't have any ties to sever with you. And when you have to go to so much trouble to pretend that there's a relationship and pretend you're taking a stand, my question to you is, my priority is the children. What's your priority? Ooh, uh, Laura, okay, let me ask you a question. And I'm just, I'm asking questions. You can do ask you have a list? Okay, do you have a list of these elites? Because, do you, do, okay, look, I'm, I'm challenging what you're saying. I know you're an investigative journalist. Do you have a list of the elites? Not only that, these articles that you pull, do you have that in a safe place? for evidence, because right. I, I think that what I get tired of here in the left is always tying people to conspiracy theory, QAnon, and, yeah. and and then it comes out that, oh, this was true, that was true, this was true. Right. So do you have a wealth of evidence to back up oh, yeah. everything that you're saying? Yes, yes, of course I do, because as a journalist, it's my job to find and make sure, I don't expect people to take my word for it, right? I mean, that's not journalism, just say, making statements and saying, take my word for it. That's not uh, what I do. And you know, the funny part about this is the people who are shouting the loudest right now, they know there's evidence because they're the ones who are guilty and they're afraid of what I have. They're afraid of the people who've had enough and who are talking about this. They're afraid of the survivors whose testimony until now has been dismissed. But they mm. know that a journalist like me, because I was at 60 Minutes for 16 years, okay, and CBS, and I was the chief foreign correspondent, and I was, I've been on, I worked at ABC and NBC. I've written for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel for years. I've been a print reporter and a radio reporter. I've been a journalist for more than 35 years. They want to erase my career and act like I suddenly went crazy but I haven't gone crazy. I know what real journalism is. And the way that you show people the truth is you have eyewitness firsthand accounts, right? 
And you don't just let people come on and say whatever they like. You look for the evidence that supports what it is that they're telling you. You find right. the therapists and the doctors who've treated these children who can't come out and give names of victims, but they can tell you what they've done to stitch these children back together. You find the people like the operators that I've spoken to who've been on operations and actually found these children in cages and can describe to you what it looked like and what it smelt like, right? You find the people who've walked the, the, uh, down by the harbor in Bangladesh and seen rows and rows and rows of children being shipped. You find the documents from the company that creates um, a, a, a chemical that can detect, right, if there's a certain, uh, there's something that people release when they're afraid and when they urinate. And they, they can use this to detect, to fly over the shipping containers and to see which shipping containers have children or human beings in them, right? There are companies that are creating this technology and they're selling it to shipping companies. So when you read, say, for example, the trade publications in the shipping industry, you follow these leads and you find the evidence. You don't have a predetermined outcome that you are. I'm not a lawyer. I don't stand in court cherry picking pieces of information to try to make my case. This isn't about me. I really don't care what happens to me. I'm not suicidal. I never will be. And I <clears throat> and I have the armor of God on my side. And that's what I'm counting on to protect me. Because if they want to come for me, they're powerful enough. They can just dispense with me like a piece of trash. I'm under no illusions. But I'm still here, right? I've been doing this for more than 35 years. I've survived things that most people can't even imagine. And I didn't survive it on my own. I did my best to be smart. But at the end of the day, I had an angel sitting on my shoulder. And I still have an angel on my shoulder. And every person across America, every prayer warrior, every survivor, everyone involved in these operations, everyone who's witnessed this. I have, I have people that have been in counter trafficking since the 90s, who've been in there for decades, who have witnessed and who have photographs and who have video and who have video evidence. You know the great thing about Satanists and secret societies? We may have trouble getting our hands on this evidence, but they love to film themselves and they love to take photographs and they need that. You know why? Because once you get drawn into these secret societies and these satanic cults, they need that evidence so they've got it to hold over you because they don't want you out. Because the only way that we get to the truth is from the survivors and the people who make it out. And there are not a lot of them, but there's enough. There's enough for us to get to the truth. And I want to tell you, I'm in the early stages of my investigations, right? I mean, I, I'm still uh, I'm still setting up this show and doing everything because the media has failed us. We have to do stuff today that is not my lane. I have to be a business manager. I have to set up a company. I have to you know, do all kinds of things that I used to be able to just concentrate on being a journalist. And so I'm dealing with a lot of things. Remember, I've been fired about, I don't know, I've lost count how many times people have, have tossed me off their air. I don't care one bit. In fact, it's fun at this point. I just find it amusing. And also, it's a roadmap. It's a roadmap because they reveal so much about themselves in those moments. You know, they reveal what their priorities are and they reveal what they might potentially be involved in. You know, does this have anything to do with the fact that the head of Newsmax is an old Clinton donor? I don't know. I'm not saying it does because it's, I've got a big enough job on my hands just doing a real investigation into child trafficking. Never mind all the COVID stuff and the vaccine stuff and the border and, you know, all the other things that people come to me about. And on mm -hmm. top of that, 
our allies still being you know, raped, tortured, and murdered in Afghanistan and trying to help clean up that mess there and stand by the people that we betrayed. I mean, yesterday, I got more pictures of bodies, another man tortured to death. So while America moves on from these things, you know, those of us who are in the thick of it, we just live them night and day, night and day. We work seven days a week. We don't get a lot of vacations. I don't have a cushy job. I don't get paid a, a fraction of what they get paid to lie to you every night at MSNBC. You know, I don't get any of that. And I'm fine with it. God has has stripped me of all these things that I don't really need so that I can focus on what really matters. And what really matters is that we no longer are a society that accepts the facts that children are used in ritual sacrifice and in trafficking and to reverse the aging effects to keep people looking good and feeling good. No, that's not okay. It is not okay. And I'm going to get to the bottom of it as much as as humanly possible. And I am not going to hold back. The reality of what we have been doing to children will be laid bare for all the world to see, and it'll be in a credible format with real investigative journalism behind it so that it can't be pushed to the fringes of lunacy and the alt-right and, you know, and all the other nonsense that they throw at us to bury and silence and intimidate. They cannot intimidate me. I don't fear them. Oh, God. Lord, listen, I want to take a break, a quick break. Oh, yeah. And then I want to come back because I got some more questions to ask you. We'll be right back with more Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Don't forget about Grave Care You Are, where they break down health care barriers to save you time and money. Go to gravecare.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 to sign up for your first bundle. If you're having problems when it comes to these hospitals, when it comes to these doctors, it's not just about the pandemic. It can be about anything. Anything. Gravecare.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 to receive a discount. Also, don't forget about the hypochlorous body spray. If you want to keep pathogens, viruses, and bacteria at bay, go to cbspray.com and get your hypochlorous spray. If you haven't gotten your potassium iodine, if you need hydroxychloroquine, or if you need ivermectin, go to drstellamd.com. And... We've been talking about the circulatory system or how it affects and impacts everything. Go over there to the Dr. Artist Show mm-hmm. and pick up you something for that. Everything use promo code Trump One. Now listen, I know what everything I said. I don't want you to get a little hasty, but I want you to go over there and get you some tasty at mystore.com. Um, get the my coffee, the pods. They are available. Even get you a nice coffee cup. You can get that at mystore.com. Use promo code Trump1 mm-hmm. to receive a discount. That's mystore.com. Right. I say the best part to waking up is not being woke, but being awake with, <laughs> with my, my coffee. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, y'all. I love it. So make sure. Also, don't forget about mypillow.com. Yes. Use promo code Trump1 to receive up. 266% off your entire purchase over there. Don't forget about our book, UprisingMyStore.com, promo code Trump1. Don't forget about our bumper sticker and our t-shirt. Yes. It took 2,000 views to install one jackass. Mm-hmm. DiamondAndSoup.com, use promo code Trump1 as well. Yes. Wow, don't forget to head over there to DiamondSoupStore.com and get you one of those t-shirts. And also, don't forget to head over there to MyPillow.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 to receive up to 66% off your entire purchase. Yes. You all, this is a wealth of information. Mm-hmm. And this is why we have to continue to have dialogue. Because at the end of the day, this is about the children. That's so right. let's bring Laura back. <clears throat> Laura, let me ask you this here. Does any of this tie in 
to the New World Order agenda? I believe that it does. Um, it ties in in a, in a very simple way. I mean, you, you just have to look, first of all, at the United States today, if you speak to anyone in the trafficking world, will tell you is the number one destination worldwide for sex trafficking, right? There isn't a sex trafficker on the planet that doesn't know that if they can get their, uh, their people to the southern border, they've got the best chance they've ever had of making it into the United States and walking away scot-free, right? And they can do what they want. In fact, not only can they do that, and not only is the United States government today facilitating those people who cross the border illegally, but once they cross, they're getting all kinds of resources and assistance, right? So they're going, they're sending unaccompanied minors, for example, to companies and to Catholic charities and other NGOs and also to, uh, you know, foundations. And they're paying these organizations um, millions and millions of dollars to basically get rid of these children. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of, of children, right? Since this administration <laughs> office. And uh, and these, you'll, you'll find an NGO when you start investigating that never had a budget of more than one to two million. And they're getting budgets of 20, 30 million dollars from the Biden administration. And when I speak to people who work there, some of whom I know very well, some of whom have occupied very senior positions in government to have retired from them, they tell me that they know they are currently trafficking children. Ask the Border Patrol why, when this administration came into office, they eliminated the, the job of investigating whether the, the people claiming to be relatives and claiming to be families were actually real families. So think about this. Think about a Border Patrol agent. And instead of, you know, bringing to it all this propaganda that, okay, here I've got a guy who he just hates people and, and he's racist and he's a white supremacist, so he doesn't want anyone to cross the border. Most of the Border Patrol agents in uh, the Rio Grande Valley and South Texas and all across the Texas border are Hispanic, right? I mean, we're not talking about 50%, 51%. We're talking about 80 90%, right? The vast majority are Hispanic. And what they will tell me is that they know they or they used to know when they were had to you know try to find out if families were real if people were lying not lying if they were trafficking these kids they knew that they were the last hope for that child that if they didn't figure it out right there at the border that after that the chances that this child would survive if they mm. were being trafficked were very very well they don't survive right the vast majority of them don't survive and i want to tell you something i went to a town in Mexico. It's called Tenancingo. If you've never heard of it, you go north from Mexico City. This is a town that has, for many, many, many years, it has been built on sex trafficking. That's, in fact, there was a university that did a study that found that most of the kids in Tenancingo grow up dreaming of and aspiring to be sex traffickers, right? I actually was able, through a, a very amazing Mexican contact, I was able to interview one of these traffickers, one of these pimps. And not only that, but I was able to interview two of the girls that uh, were being prostituted under his control. And I mm. interviewed them separately in a hotel. We couldn't do it in the town because it's very dangerous there. Where there were people forming the police forces out of the town. You know, I mean, they don't welcome outsiders for obvious reasons. This is a town where once a year they hold a ceremony and it's a tradition in the town. And they parade all the new young girls, the younger, the better. And the men of the town choose which young virgin they're going to rape that night. Okay. Oh, and this is 
right. not done in secret. This is out in the public. Anyone can look up Tenancingo and they can see all the reporting and all the reporters that have been forced out of that town. And that I want you to know that that was one of the worst things I've ever done in my entire life. One of the hardest things I've ever done. Because I have interviewed women who have been freed from ISIS, who were, who were stories of rape are, are just unbearable, but they were free. In that moment, when I got to speak to them, they may have been traumatized, they may have been damaged, but they were free. They had a chance to live. I had to sit in front of these two young girls. One had been sold when she was 12, and the other had been sold when she was 13. The 12-year-old was now 22, and the 13-year-old, I think, was 17. And these young girls told me in great detail, I mean, how they were raped every single day. They told me about being sick. They told me about the violence. They told me about being taken from their families. They told me the most heartbreaking stories you could ever imagine. I mean, they looked at me with desperation in their eyes. Mm. And I had to know, I had to live with myself and know that they were gonna get up out of those chairs and they were gonna walk out of that door and they were gonna go straight back into that hell. And I could do nothing. Mm. I could do nothing to help them. And I can tell you that, I mean, it was, it, was, it was patently obvious to me that they were begging for help. Absolutely wow. begging for help. They lose their freedom, they lose their future, they lose their families, they lose absolutely everything. They are slaves and they are raped every single day of their lives until they are they they die. I mean, either so, they're so murdered Lord. or die from so something Lord. else. And I asked them, just so you know, I asked them, do you want to go to the United States? Do a lot of the girls go to the United States? And they both reacted with fear. And they were like, oh, no, 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 no. We don't want to go to the U.S. And I was a little surprised because we all think that, you know, we got the whole world beaten on the door. Why don't mm -hmm. you want to? And you know what they said? They said, the girls who go there, they never come back. They go there to die. So, so what you're telling us really is something that you've seen, not just something you think. Yes, this is of course. You that you've investigated and you, you have evidence. And I'm still investigating and I'm still building more evidence. And when I have it in a form that, uh, that is up to the standards of 60 minutes, because that's the standard of reporting that I have that I deliver and I have always delivered, then it will be in my four part series. You can look at my show on Fox Nation. You can see the interview that I just described. You can see it for yourself. You can see the town. There were headlines all over the world when that uh, episode aired, but it was behind Fox Nation's paywall. But understand this here. I believe you, but I'm looking at how they pounced on you. What is the problem? If you are doing your job as an investigative journalist right and you're finding out this information why isn't the mainstream media or corporate media or the media period talking about this stuff What's you know we on? talk about it we speak about it we hear about human trafficking but it looks like or sounds like to us you're going into details right. about what's happening and it's like somebody don't want it to get out why do you, do you think that the media is just blocking this out you know what it's like to look at the at photographs of, of a six-year-old child who's covered in lacerations and swollen oh. and in a cage being raped you know I mean do you know what that's like you know you think I care what the mainstream media says and does I don't care 
I don't care one bit. And I wish I could tell you more, but I don't want to jeopardize the investigation, right? Because it takes, it takes a long, long time to get to the point that I am in my career, where I have earned the respect of people, where, where people are willing to talk to me because they know I never break my word. You know, I always keep my word. My priority is my integrity. That is my priority. So, so I want the truth, but I'm not going to walk all over you, right? That's not who I am. If I give my word, I keep my word. And they know this. And you know what? When I was, when I almost died in Egypt and, and I was interviewed about that on 60 Minutes, people all across this country, Democrats, Republicans, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They got to see what I was made of. They know. They know in their heart and soul. And the evil people in this country, the nasty people, the horrible people, they're the ones who want to write articles that say, oh, she used to be so good. You know, she was great at 60 Minutes and now she's gone crazy. Please. These are the same people that lied about Hunter Biden's laptop. They lied about Russia collusion. They lied about Ukraine impeachment. They lied about Trump being spied upon. They lied about him, uh, you know, stealing classified information or leaking classified information to the Russians. Remember that whole thing in the yeah, early in the yeah. Trump White House? When, never yeah. mind that the act of speaking by the president of the United States is an act of declassification. And you can look it up in the law. Don't take my word for it. Again, never take my word for it. Do your own homework. I don't care. You know what I mean? But there's the law, an act of speaking is an act of declassification for the president of the United States. So it's impossible for Trump to leak something to, to anyone. You know, it's impossible, the act of speaking. Just go back to Ronald Reagan, when he held a press conference in the 1980s, and he talked about uh, the existence of the National Reconnaissance Organization. That was a super clandestine, top, top, top level secret organization that no one knew about. And the act of him speaking it was an act of declassification. You know, that's how it's been for every president, but not for Trump. So why would I care what these people, you know, say and yeah, do? Right. They lie about absolutely everything. They, they have no credibility. And I don't have time. You know what? It's just like I, when, when I'm looking at an investigative file and I know that this is happening to children all across this country, yeah. that we're doing this interview now. There are children who are being raped for so someone else can make money. There is the internet is being used to unite these people. Children are being trafficked on Facebook. Pedophilia is being normalized in every direction, right? Everywhere you yeah. turn, whether it's on social media or it's uh, or it's on the media itself. I mean, for goodness sake, USA Today is doing articles saying that people who rape, not all people who rape children are pedophiles and not all pedophiles rape children. Do I care? Do I care? And I'm looking at the way that they're taking it, implementing this demonic, I'm looking at the way that they're taking it, implementing this demonic uh, spirit within our schools, within our, within our students and our children and so forth. Let me ask you something about that 60 minute interview that you said you did about yourself. Is that available anywhere for yeah. people to view? Yes, it is. You can I, find I it. I think that that would be a great point for to start at for a lot of people because what I'm hearing from you versus what you're describing is something that connects you to this. And that's why you're so passionate about it mm -hmm. and exposing it. Right. So, and it's time for all of us to get passionate about children. That's right. We don't like the groomingization that they're doing now. They're slowly ushering our babies into something 
that we've never seen before that will be considered child abuse. Right. And we've been trying, trying to, to normalize figure out, it. Normalize it. Yes. We're trying to figure out why. And now you're able to speak what you found out. It's like we are all it's taken I, back. I, right, even right here in North Carolina, there is a, a place where it was, it was like a school, I believe. And, and don't quote me on it. But uh, anyway, they uh, closed the deal with the human health services uh, for the Biden, and I call it the Biden regime. Uh, they closed the deal to house illegal alien children there for to facilitate them uh, to transition either to connect them to their family or to some another family. And it's written, of course, in the articles. But what, what I'm, I'm listening to you and something, something is missing here because it, it, how is it that these unaccompanied babies, these children are coming even able to come, come across to the border? I, I thought that was not supposed to happen. Because me as an American citizen, if I allow my child mm -hmm. to walk to another state, right. they would get me for child abuse. abuse. So how is this being, we just don't understand well, the, the magnitude a, of this so big. It's a very, that is a very, very good question that every reporter should be asking. If you're at the White House, you should be asking that question. If you're down on the border, you should be asking that question. We were told, remember, that unaccompanied minors are coming to the United States to reunite with their families, right? That the parents right. are here and the children are there. Well, if that's the case, then why do you have any children in uh, child protective services or in health and human services custody why are you giving children to companies and to the catholic charities and to other foundations and organizations and why can you not find their parents how is if they were coming to the united states brought here by their parents to be reunited why can you not find the parents i mean that look at it's such an obvious lie it's so simple and i can tell you this the mainstream media and all of these people, they don't bother to attack you if you're lying. If what you're saying is not true, they've got too many targets, right? So why would they invest the time and the resources? Why are they bothering to write one article after another about me if what I'm saying has no merit? Mm. I mean, they, they worry about you and invest the resources that it takes to attack someone. They invest those resources when they know that what you're saying is right. When you're right over the target, the, the more ferocious the attacks, the, the more on target you are. That's the way it works in information warfare. And what you're seeing is, I think you're seeing a shaping operation. In information warfare, um, the way it's been described to me by uh, multiple intelligence professionals and others who've worked in this field, is that a shaping operation is when something is coming out, right? Maybe it's something you can't stop from coming out. Maybe it's something you want to come out. But you're shaping and preparing the information environment so that when people hear it, right, you get the outcome that you want. For example, classic shaping operation. Trump will be winning the election when the polls close. But once the mail-in ballots are counted, Biden will win classic shaping operation. If we hadn't been prepared with that for months before the 2020 election, it would have been much harder for them to sell the big lie 
that they told that, uh, you know, suddenly all these vote ballots came in that went, you know, 90, 100 percent for, for Biden, right, which is a statistical impossibility. So the, that's what shaping operations do. Now, sometimes mm. something is coming out, right, when you know that you can't suppress the fact that children are being trafficked and that they're being used in ritual sacrifice and that they're being used for, you know, anti-aging and goodness knows what else, um, then if you know this is coming out, then you work to discredit the subject before it yeah. comes out. Because oh, that's your way of controlling the information environment, right? That's your yeah. way of steering the narrative in your direction. Classic example, when they accused Rod Rosenstein, do you remember that? When they said Rod Rosenstein was involved in asking people to wear a wire, with candidates for James Comey's job, this is early in the Trump uh, administration, yeah. they said that candidates went into the Oval Office to interview for Comey's job and they were wearing a wire. And they said Rod Rosenstein was responsible for that. Now, who would leak that to the New York Times? The only people leaking to the New York Times are the ones who are using the New York Times as state propaganda, right? And so mm. why leak that on their own side? Because they knew it was gonna come out one way or another and that's how they control the narrative. And I think that's a little bit of what you're seeing here. They want to attack people like me and say, okay, this is insane. Like for example, Pizzagate, right? Who would dare talk about Pizzagate? Because if you talk about Pizzagate, you I mean, it sounds insane. What, what, what? They're trafficking kids from a pizza restaurant? That's nuts. There's no way that can be true, right? I ignored Pizzagate because I was under water already over Benghazi and I didn't need to take on any more insanity. So I didn't even worry about that until, I don't know, a decade later, I'm interviewing uh, someone on a cyber uh, episode that I was working on. And I find out this is the person that broke down Backpage and, uh, and he's telling me about the symbols of pedophilia that you can find on the FBI's website. And I look at the symbols of pedophilia on the FBI's website because I'd never looked at that and I wanted to make sure it was true. And I, as a, you know, any journalist, any decent journalist would do. And then you look at the symbol for Comet Pizza, and lo and behold, there it is, identical. Here, the symbol for Man Boy Love and the symbol for Comet Pizza. Does that prove that uh, everything that was reported on that is true? No, absolutely not. But at the very least, it's the basis on which to start asking questions, real right. questions, and demanding real answers. Wow. Well, especially when there's a lot of legislation, even in California, that I see being written up that's like, Serious, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's this a is lot, a lot of information, a lot of questions, but yeah. I thought it was important that we have you on the show, yeah, so that you can break down what you were trying to break down before they took and they tried to demonize you and silence and you. silence you. Yeah. And I think that's the problem that we're having in this country, and that's why we can't solve problems. You can't say that you love children, but you turn a blind eye to what could be possibly happening at the border abused. or children being abused. That's right. This is not good. This, the, the whole, it gives us all something to think about. To really think about. And you know what? I appreciate you coming on our show to, to, to spill the beans and the collard greens. Tell everybody how they can get in contact with you if they need to look you up or what social media platforms are you on? So I don't go on platforms that traffic in children. So you will find me on Locals. You will find me on Truth Social and you will find me on Getter. Um, and then until something comes to light that says that they're doing what the other channels are doing, that's where I'll be. And I want to say something, you know, in, in, you made uh, a statement about it's time for people to stand up and do their part. 
And what I would say to you is once your eyes are opened and you understand that, you know, a child, a 14 year old child, a 12 year old child can be raped over and over again every single day and that they can be raped until they die. And you know what that reality looks like. And you look at the space and, and you see what that means in human terms. I say to you, how can you turn your back on that? How can you right. close your eyes? How can you walk away from that yeah. and say that you're okay with it? And I'll tell you what I told my good friend, Jim Caviezel, who's been savaged for talking about this. I said to him, Jim, you know, his agent dumped him and this one dumped him and that one dumped him. And I said, the only thing that matters is when you stand before God and he says to you, Jim, when you knew, when you knew the truth, what did you do? And that's where I am at. And that's the point that I think that you're talking about, whether it's, I think they're getting our kids used to pedophilia because they know that this is coming out and the world mm -hmm. that they envisage for us, that, that is a world in which they want pedophilia to be normalized. They want the focus to be on the pedophile and not to be on the victim. And that is not a world that I am willing to leave to my children and to my grandchildren. That is not a world that I'm willing to leave to anyone's children. You know, I have, I have Mary around my neck because the mother, uh, Mary was the mother of all children. And in a sense, we're all the mother of all children, right? Just because it's not my child doesn't mean I'm okay with it. I'm not going to close my eyes to it because it's not my child. And I will tell you one, here's one of the harsh realities that I'm going to leave you with. Okay, one night, late at night, when we were driving back from Tenancingo, I spoke to a Mexican investigator who's been doing this all his life. And I asked him, because I couldn't, I had to, I had to confront it in my head and I had, to, I had to face it and I had to figure it out, how I was gonna make sense of it and to live with it. And I said to him, I need to know in this, in this pornography, in the child porn, right? Do these girls in Tenancingo that they're raping who have children, what happens to their kids? And he said, sometimes they bring them into the families. They work as domestic slaves. Sometimes they become part of the family, but very few of them, most of them, they're trafficked themselves. And I said, into what? He said, well, into child porn, into snuff videos, into whatever. And I said, what is the, how long do they survive? And he said, most of them, not more than two years once they start being trafficked for sex. And I said, I need to know something from you. I said, and when you watch these videos, and he'd seen thousands and thousands of videos hunting these traffickers. He, I said, when you watch these videos, is it boys and girls? He said, it's boys and girls. Yes, absolutely. Wow. I said, um, I have to know because I have a son. I said, are they very, are they very violent with them? And he said, he thought about it for a while and he said, with the girls, not as much, but with the boys, yes, they, they're very violent. And I said, yeah. how old are they normally? On, on average, I know it's all ages, but on average, how old are they normally? He said, most of them around five years old. Wow. Okay, so oh. that's what I'm not walking away from. Newsmax, they can, you know, do whatever they want. I couldn't care less. So can the rest of the media. They can all, you know, they can all burn in hell as far as I'm concerned. I, they don't, they, they just make me laugh. Cancel me again. What are you going to write the next time? They're running out of things to write because it, none of it is true. None of it is true. I'm not alt-right. I'm not far-right. I'm not, you know, I'm not any of the things that they want to say. And I'm certainly not crazy. I'm certainly not crazy. But you know what I am? is I am, I'm honest, 
and I'm committed. I'm their worst nightmare because I am the problem that is never, ever going to go away. Wow, Laura. Thank you Listen, th voice. and thank you so much for being on the show. Yes. And, and letting us know about this, enlighten us. Would you promise to come back and keep us updated? I will. And you know what else I want to tell you? They target the single mothers. They target the single mothers in family court and they take their children from them. And a lot of them, a lot of them come from black communities, Hispanic communities, but they target the most vulnerable, the ones who don't have the ability to defend themselves. So I'm in this fight for the children 100%, but I'm also in this fight for the mothers and the parents because it's not right. Incredible. Wow. Thank you so much, Laura. We really appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. You're very loved in Texas. Oh, we love y'all more. Love you Thank more. you. Thank you, darling. <laughs> wow. Wow. Silk. Until we get this here stuff together and get this right. We 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 got we are going to be mm -hmm. functioning all. Mm -hmm. And and this could this is we looking at what they doing to our babies now. Yeah. Right. We're now. looking at what they doing to our children right now That's right before our eyes a true statement that she made we like are the mothers of all children yes because it, it infuriates us as to what we see what happening we, to the children uh -huh. and we're asking where the men at where, where the right. men because it, this is all crazy Ooh. but this is happening and i thank god for frank's speech my uh lindell tv mm -hmm. for allowing us the platform to be able to have the conversation so we can be made aware of aware of it what's going because on because we hear talk about human trafficking happening yeah. at that border and she was just able to come on and break it down to let us know the what they're doing the types of human trafficking and what's going on and i appreciate it's her like voice connecting the and, and, and we have to listen you all watch out for the media when they take and try to destroy or demonize somebody yeah when they're trying to speak their truth or tell their truth right because right now we don't have a lot of investigative journalists they're just going on based by based on opinion uh -huh. and, and being political about everything when they're not doing a lot of them ain't doing their research and investigative and find out right. stuff that's going on you would think that the mainstream media would be talking about this you would think. But then you act like that you love our children. Uh -huh. You cannot possibly love children. Well, you can't possibly love children if you leaving the border open and these uh, unaccompanied minors are coming over here and we where are they ending up at? The mainstream media may not be talking about it, but Diamond and Silk are. Yeah. We this is a conversation we all need to know what's going on right. and what the hell been been going on. Been going on. That's right. And we need to keep this conversation. Yes going you all yeah and that's the only the truth is what's gonna set everybody free. it's gonna be the truth that's it's a lot it's been a lot of truth here uh, especially within the last two years that's been coming mm -hmm. to surface. and then i'm looking at everybody that they're demonizing yeah and, and then they attaching mental illness to them yeah this lady is an investigative journalist she got uh -huh, she have all of her credentials uh -huh. she worked for mainstream media, media and news outlet how dare you do her like that That's they right. should have given her the opportunity, opportunity to say what she needs to say but they tried to destroy her and the mere fact that they tried to destroy her makes me think what's true yeah what is it you don't what want are you trying to hide what are you trying to hide and who are you trying to hide listen every day 
at 11 21 a.m we pray we pray for yes. you i hope you're praying for us prayer changes they pray for our babies pray, pray for, for our, our children. children whether they belong to you or, or not. not pray for them and yes. pray that all of this evil be brought to light because it's, it's got to, it's got to it, stop, it y'all. We can't be no blessed nation, and this is happening to our to the children. Not in our face, and we acting oblivious like we don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. See that rug has been pulled, and we can't allow we see all the dirt. The oh. left wing media, the media period. I ain't gonna even say left. The media period, period. to slander somebody. That's right. That's so, trying to that's trying to tell. Truth. Hey, this is what I found out doing my investigative journalists work yeah not something they think or something they don't hear this is the evidence think, that i this pulled all right pray for our country yeah listen we was just coming to give y'all the 211 we called it the 211 because it's two of us giving it to so you. in the meantime and in between time we will see you all next time right here on diamond and sip chit chat live bye bye everybody you're watching lindell tv Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and in light of the recent events, your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you for having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding, including my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now. Hey, y'all. Hey. We're Diamond and Silk. Mm -hmm. Join us Monday through Fridays, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on FrankSpeech.com, Lindell TV with Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. That's right. Oh, it be going down over here. You know That's it. Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh -huh. Hey. Hey. We want to see your face. Your face in the place. Boom.